called Fresh. I'm Apple. And I'm Rain. And the title of this episode is Hair Universe Part 1. And we produced it. And we actually did, okay? Dad produced a little of it. Not a lot. So, sit back and enjoy the best episode of a podcast called Fresh Ever, made by me. And I helped. Roll it, Daddo! Hey y'all, it's a podcast called Fresh. Hey yo, what up? It's me, it's me, it's M-A-P. It's your boy Miles Amadez Brow here. He gets it more than the rest of you. He's better at this than you. Again, with the best podcast that deals in blurred and blurred culture. Podcast called Fresh. Now I'm going to be real with you people. I'm not sure where exactly putting this in, in my episode. Alright? But... What I'm going to do is I know at some point I'm going to have an episode talking about this Steven Universe movie. My my daughter has been getting on my head about this. She likes it. So I have my daughter on, Apple. Say what's up, Apple. What's up? It's my daughter, Apple, nine years old. My first daughter, number one. She is in love with Steven Universe. She likes it. And she's been pressuring me and bothering me about the movie. So I decided not only to watch it but to watch it with her. Did you enjoy watching the movie with me, Appy? Yes. You did? Yeah. So, okay, that's fun. We had fun. Did you, um, did you, well, first of all, did you watch the show a lot, or do you know anything about the show before you saw the movie? Um, yes. What, what did you know? Scoot up, baby. Scoot up, talking to the mic. Okay. There you go. What did, what did you know about, what, what was your opinion or thoughts about the TV show before you saw the movie? I thought, like, wh- before the TV show, or you th- before the movie, before you saw the movie, like you know, um, before I saw the movie, I didn't know there was gonna be a movie. That's fair. Because I thought they like ended because they haven't made any more videos. And then when I was scrolling on YouTube, I saw that they were making a new um series called um Steven Universe Future. Okay. And then I kept, like, looking at Steven Universe stuff on YouTube, and then eventually a Steven Universe commercial popped up saying about the movie. Oh, okay, and that's when you started bothering me about it. Yeah. Hmm, okay. Well, I admit, you guys, I am really not a fan of the universe of Steven. It's cool. I used to watch it. It's funny, ironically, when it first came out, I used to watch it. And then I used to ask my daughters to watch it, and they didn't want to watch it. So after a while, I was like, meh, I'm off it. You know what I'm saying? It was a little bit too soft for me. And now they're like, oh, you got to watch Steven Universe. Nah, nah, nah. So, like, oh. so but anyway, I watched the movie. And um, mainly because I was with my uh, favorite oldest daughter. Aww. You know, I liked it. I had a good experience. But I don't know. The movie, I didn't really, it wasn't my thing. What you think, Apple? Did you like the movie? Yeah. What, what did you think about the movie? That it was a very good movie. What did you like about it? Okay, let's start with this. How did you like? Did you like the art? Did you like the way it was drawn and the animation? Yeah. What did you like about it? I liked the animation. And the weirdest thing about it is that whenever you, like, pause while she's singing Other Friends. What's her name? Spinel. Spinel, okay. Whenever you pause while Spinel is singing Other Friends, there's always a weird photo. Yeah. I don't know why. You know what I also like about Spinel? I liked how she had um her, her 
animation, like when she went back to the good her, was like old school, like 1930s and 40s, like when they always are moving their arms and stuff like this, kind of like Cuphead. Yeah. I thought that was really cool because you don't, you don't see a lot of animation like that anymore. Well, basically, guys, the movie was whatever happened at the end of the Steven Universe, the TV show. She went with the diamonds. He went with the diamonds. She went with the diamonds. I don't. Steven went with the diamonds. No. No, I'm talking about the beginning of the movie, baby. I'm saying from the beginning. She was. He was going to That's go. what I'm saying. Oh. Jesus Christ. As I was saying, y'all, before my beautiful co-host interrupted me. I was saying, so it starts off with Steven. I guess he's talking to the uh, the, the diamonds. Whom I had to tell my daughter if they would have anyone, diamond women would have sang that song to me, come live with me in the palace, I'd be gone. You wouldn't even have made it past the first line. It'd have been like, hey, dude, we getting in the spaceship or what? Let's roll. But I thought it was a pretty cool song. I liked how, um, I don't know from what I remember from the show, what I've seen, I liked them when they were mean, especially White Diamond. I thought she was ill. So it's kind of weird seeing them like all, all like, on Steven's tip, like, hey, Steven, come stay with us. He's like, ah, oh, nah, psh, whatever. So I guess after that, he leaves. And another thing, I don't know. Did you like the songs in this um Yeah. Yeah, I wasn't a fan of the songs. It was too much singing for me. Um, you like Mary Poppins. That has too much singing. Mary Poppins is a musical masterpiece. Don't you bring Julie Andrews into this. How dare you? <laughs> Shame on you. I raised you better. But I like Mary Poppins. You love Mary Poppins. Yes, we do. I never said that. I'm you, you. You love her. You want to eat tomorrow, don't you? Uh. Uh. Anyway, thank you. As I was saying, oops, sorry, she got me knocking the table. I'll just have Raul edit that out. But anyway, so anyway, he gets uh, Stephen. A lot of anyways, right? But say something. What's up? Who is Raul? Oh, Raul is who we have mixed the stuff down. Sometimes he he takes it and he mixes the audio down. Oh. Oh, so anyway, guys, as we were saying, and if you want to help tell the story, Apple, you know, you can chime in, say what you want. So anyway, he gets back and he goes to Earth and he comes home and it's, um, he's talking to his friend with her name, Connie. Yeah. He talks to Connie and she's going to space camp and he's all like, well, you've been to actual space. Also, I think even though, again, I'm really no fan of this, I think it was cool that they aged Steven. I thought that was kind of cool and kind of progressive because most cartoons and TV shows... As you already know, Apple, no yes. one ages. No, like, true, they had, like, five series, but she's still spayed a kid. Even when it was her birthday, she was the same height. Yeah, she's talking about true on Netflix, guys. But, um, yeah, you're right, and I thought, thought that was pretty cool that they aged him for that. And anyway, so he's um talking to Connie and stuff, and I think it's ill. He had this uh picture of him on his wall. I forgot, what was the picture of? It was, like, Garnet, and she was, like, Posing, yeah. and then there was a picture of naked Steven. Yeah, Steven was like a cherub, he was an angel or something like that. It was pretty funny. We both saw it, and you know, Easter eggs is cool. So, anyway, long story short, um, Spinel, my homie, gets there and immediately, my favorite part, commences to singing Other Friends, which is a song that my daughters have been singing for like the last couple of months. And now I know all the words to the song, but. So, Spinel comes back, and she just commences to beating the crap out of the Crystal Gems. I love it. You know, she does that, and then she pretty much makes them lose their mind and amnesia and stuff like that. And then she says, now that I know you, know you, I want to kill you even more. Yeah, I like that line. That was pretty cool. So, anyway, long story short, it's just them dealing with Spinel 
And how how did you think Spinel was as like a bad guy, Apple? What did you think? I don't think she was a bad guy. I don't think she was a bad guy. Actually, ironically, you guys, um, I had told Apple she didn't understand at first. I'm like, Spinel is the good guy in this whole movie. Spinel is the good guy in this movie. And it's really funny because the plot is basically, I guess I, I quit watching a while ago, but whatever, Pink Diamond, who I guess was Steven's mom, or I guess now Steven, I don't know what the heck is going on. Pink Diamond was living on this planet with Spinel and Spinel's whole existence. And it's messed up because they show you when they bring Spinel back, they bring Spinel back because they like, they all lose their memory. So they're all like their base forms. Like Pearl, soon she comes back, her, her job is to serve. She serves the first person she sees. Greg Universe, I will serve you. I will do all this. She can't help it. You know what I'm saying? Then they show Spinel. Spinel's whole thing is to entertain and be a friend and to make you happy. So soon she gets there, she's trying to make Steven happy. She's trying to be his friend, all that stuff. And it's funny because this is like after she beat them up, she made it so she lost her memory. But anyway, long story short, and this is what I thought that was really dope about the movie and also kind of funny that they played her like this. Pink Diamond left Spinel in this place, and I guess the garden or whatever. Is that what it is, Apple? Yeah. Left her, left her in the garden. So she left and went to Earth. And like basically, like I, she, I had to explain it to... um. She made Earth. She went and I'm sorry, she went and made Earth and had a family and then made friends. So this whole time she's gone, which is like what six thousand years. Yeah. Spinel's just sitting there waiting because Pink Diamond was like, "I'll be right back." She's like, "Bet." She sat there so long, like her feet grew into the ground. So that's why she's the villain because she this whole time she's waiting. She finds out not only that Pink Diamond's like, "Dude, I went somewhere. Forget you." Oh, and I oh, got she shattered. You said what? She shattered. Who shattered? Pink Diamond. Oh, yeah, Pink Diamond got shattered, okay? You're right, sorry. And so, you know, then she comes to Earth, Spinel, the good guy. And you have to think about it. Like, I was telling my daughter, I said, you have to think, if I told you to wait right here, and then you sat there, and you wet, waited there 30 years, and you found me, and I was somewhere else, and I had a whole nother family, and you just sat there, you're like, you'd be mad as heck, wouldn't you? Yeah. And, like, the messed up thing about it is, did you peep Apple? No one apologized to her. Through the whole movie. Did you peep that? Uh, yeah. Like, no, they didn't, they're like, oh, well, yeah, we kind of need to, kind of had this coming a little bit, I mean, our bad. Yeah, it, it was all in all, it was a good movie, too much singing for me, but I get it, it's, you know, did, did, did you, um... It's a musical. Well, it just wasn't enough action for me, like, I, even when they was fighting at the end, they were singing and weren't even trying to hurt her, they were just like, oh, we're just throwing you around, I'm like, dude, she just tried to kill you, put hands on that lady. <laughs> You know, that's why I like when Spinel came. She came through with the sickle and was putting people down. Cut Garnet in half. I'm like, woo. But yeah, I thought it was interesting and stuff. So, um, did you um you have anything else you wanted to say about the um, movie or your thoughts about the movie, Happy? I think it's a very good movie and that everybody in the world should give it five stars. Five stars? Huh? Well, hey, you know what? These stay on. I can't knock you. I'm glad you liked it. It was cool. Again, I guess I'll get into this later, in the later half of this episode about Spinel and how they played her and how, you know, all of that. But yeah, I want to say, Apple, I thank you for taking time out of your busy day and staying up past bedtime to record this episode of a podcast called Fresh With Me. Of course, as you guys must also know, She's the girl at the end, you know, who says, you know, like and subscribe. That's her and my daughter, other daughter, Rain. So that, yeah, we keep it in-house, free child labor. Yes, ma'am. I thought your podcast name was I Black I Man. have another podcast, and that dog, 
Did y'all almost thought I told her to say that right? No. Plug. I have another podcast. I have Black Man Podcast. I don't really do it as much. I am on currently hiatus Apple, which means break. But anyway, I'm going to end this here while my daughter is distracted by looking at my equipment for recording. And... I'd like to take time out right now. Thank you all for rocking with me and listening to a podcast called Fresh Now. I haven't said this earlier, but I'll say this now. I know you guys are wondering. It's been like a break, right? And uh, last episode, I could have swore he was talking about uh, Trill League and um, Excellence, right? Yeah, it was. And it has been a break. But I got the Trill League uh, Excellence Part 2 of that episode. It's in the chamber. All right. Taking a break right now. Let y'all know. If you've been on there, Twitter. I haven't been on Instagram, none of that junk in a minute, okay? But the fact is this. My daughters have bum-rushed me, and they are forcing this episode out. The Twitter shit, the Instagram shit, the Facebook shit ain't a joke. They is really forcing this episode out on the Steven Universe shit. So, this is what's going on. Anyway, with that, I wanted to say I appreciate you guys um, rocking with me. And uh, sorry for the break. Speaking of break... Just got tired, holidays, a two-month-old son, four daughters, nine, five, four, two, you know, and um, I just got tired, you know. My man, Anthony Wagner, said it was okay to take a little break. I felt very sorry, but I took a break for my mental health. As much as I would like to go bald for the wall to this shit and put my health and everything in danger, the fact of the matter is... Even though my man stank pays, he don't pay that well. So I had to take a little break. I'll be getting back to y'all. Happy New Year. Happy holidays. Belated on both accounts. But anyway, let me talk about why I started this here part of this episode's conversation. So Steven Universe thing is really funny because I originally started watching that shit on Cartoon Network as something like, hey, my daughters might like this. Let me DVR this shit. I had peeped that, um... Rebecca Sugar wrote it, and I liked her from Adventure Time. I just love the songs from Adventure Time. And, uh, like, from the first time I heard that, I was so, you look so cute in your little boat. Want to suck out your eyeballs and rip out your throat. Want to suck out your eyeballs and rip out your throat. Of course, I'm butchering in the song. But I just, that Adventure Time song just made me laugh. And um, I'm your problem. All that shit. I love Adventure Time songs. So when I saw Rebecca Sugar wrote it, I'm like, cool. So, fast forward a while, trying to watch this, my daughters, at the time I had two daughters. I could not get either one of them interested at all in Steven Universe. So, at the time, when I had my um third child, uh, and, you know, my second child, I would put them to sleep, and I would never watch TV. I still really don't to this day. I would just, then when I had cable, I, you know, I've cut the cord, snip, snip, ever since I cut the cord... Oh, okay, but when I did have cable, I just DVR'd everything I wanted to watch. And, like, from wrestling, and it was funny, because even with wrestling, I would literally only watch five minutes of wrestling. I would fast-forward through everything. So I consumed things at a greater rate, and, you know. But anyway, I stopped watching Steven Universe and a lot of Cartoon Network shows, because I started realizing I had, so I don't know if you guys know about Gumball. Love Gumball. Used to watch it with my kids all the time. Got me kind of weird when they had an episode about how Bobbert finds out what love is. 
They had a part where they were describing what love is to Bobbert the robot. And they got a dude behind him and a chick behind him, one on opposite sides of the screen. All right. So they explaining, you know, you get flustered. And they both take on the characteristics of being flustered, nervous, sweaty palms. And then eventually you just say, forget it and you go for it. Dude run towards the chick. The chick run towards the dude, right? Both of them run past each other and start making out with someone of the same sex. This time I'm sitting here with my daughter, who at the time is like, maybe six. She looks at me. What is that, daddy? Oh, they just, uh, they just, they just crazy. That's, that's, that's all that is. They just crazy. You know what I'm saying? So we laughed about it and we played it off, but I really didn't like that. Made me feel very uncomfortable just for the f- simple fact that it was on kids' cartoons. And it just was no point. You know, I get the joke for a joke's sake, but that made me feel really uncomfortable. Another time I was watching an episode, what was it, Clarence? And I just felt it was funny. This is when I'm feeling, you know, slow. One of the characters, I'm thinking, like, okay, well, that's his mom. That must be, like, his aunt. Or his mom's friend. Or, like, maybe a sister. I don't know. I'm thinking of all these family dynamics. And I'm sitting in there, you know, watching TV barely. You know, those in how to sleep on some dad shit with my kids. It's not until the end of the episode that I realized that's the mom and the girlfriend and her wife. And I really wasn't upset with that. I just didn't think I need to see the point. Uh, no, no, I'll be real. I'll be real with you. I was pissed. I was pissed. And at that point, it was no more Cartoon Network in my house. It was done. Fed had too many um low-key gay subtle references for me in kids programming that really wasn't necessary to me. I had told my brother-in-law about it, and I said, watch out. He had called me a while ago, and, um, you know, I said, like, yeah, dog, I saw the last uh, episode of Adventure Tiger. I told him, I said, I think they're alluding to the fact that Marceline and Princess Bubblegum used to be fucking. And, of course, you know, not fucking, but you know what I mean. He was like, you bugging? No, that shit ain't true. I don't believe it. You know what I'm saying? And at the last episode, he was like, oh, look, they kissed. I just... I had to turn it off. felt really uncomfortable. And I'm like, I feel you. I don't know how to process this shit neither. You know what I'm saying? So, so like I said, fast forward to now. Uh, my daughters didn't like anything to do with Steven Universe after all this extra gay shit. I gave up on it. I just didn't feel comfortable with it. I didn't want it around me in mind. No Steven Universe at all. No mentions of it at all. Anything. Then one day, my um, oldest starts talking about... um. Just a little bit more about Steven Universe and watching the TV show and singing, uh, 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 oh, I'm stronger than you. And I'm like, all right. And it's funny to me because when I was on this shit, when I was trying to get y'all niggas to watch this shit, y'all niggas wasn't on this shit. But it's okay. You know what I'm saying? So I'm trying to find, at first, I'm trying to find a way to deter her from watching this without egging her on to watch it more. Then. I would say a little shit here and there. But after a while, I said, fuck it. You know, I'm going to run his course. So, fast forward. They're talking about Spinel. And all day, every day, I mean, I go to sleep. And I wake up. Oh, you hear that? Oh, I see. Other friends. And I'm like, oh, my God. What is it? So, it's like, after a while, they sang it so much, nigga. I know the song, okay? So after they kept singing and saying, what did you do without me? What did you do? You know, I just say, you know what, well, fuck it. Hey, if y'all be good, I will, I will try to set up something where we can watch this movie and um, um, see what it's about. 
You know, if I got to order it, whatever we got to do. So they, they were good, and we watched it. And, you know, I didn't think I was going to. I mean, I don't really like it. But then I started thinking, you know what I'm saying? And I'm sure, uh, bang. We'll be here proud to hear this shit, his punk ass. My ears are burning. But, yeah, so. Anyway, the whole thing with that was just I started thinking, you know, I know when I was little, I had little things I was into. I was into Ninja Turtles. I was into, you know, whatever, Power Rangers, all that shit, you know. And I was thinking, when I was little, and I remember one day, I mean, my mama sit down and memorize the names of all four Ninja Turtles and what color bandanas they had. Like, I literally sat my mom down and talked to her like she was a kid. Like, listen, mom, if you love me, these are things you need to know. My favorite turtle is Michelangelo. Which color is he? She's like, blue. No, he's orange. And he's a what? He's the lead. He's the party dude. This is my avatar, mom. You must know this. <laughs> but it was big shit. And it made me think about how, like, you know, we're about to do a review on this spot, Rise of Skywalker that just came out. And I'm into Star Wars because of my mom. My mom is not into science fiction at all, but growing up, I was a single child. And she would explain shit to me. And this is back when I thought it was dark. Vader, like, it's a black guy and he's ruling shit. Because I was a little kid and I watched things and didn't really listen to the story. I just listened, watched action. I have no context in anything. But yeah, so, then she would be like, I am C-3PO. So she would do that and I would just think that shit was so ill. So it was like, I went when I finally saw Star Wars. I'm like, this guy's doing this C-3PO. is doing a pretty good impression of my mom. This is kick-ass. You know, but... And it's just like, it made me think about this joke I heard about Patton Oswalt, and it goes back to what I was saying about Star Wars. And he was saying Star Wars was his thing, his realm. He he lived in there. He knew everything about everybody and all the worlds and the races, you know. And he made a parallel between that and My Little Pony Friendship is Magic and his daughter and how much he had got into it. And it made me think, you know what I'm saying? This could be my daughter's My Little Pony. And as much as I don't like a lot of this stuff, and then it got me thinking, it's like, even though watching the movie with my daughter, it's interesting. I like the songs. It's quality animation. Only thing I can really say about it, it's not for me. And then it got me thinking, like, nigga, maybe it's not for you. She likes it. And maybe you will never like what she likes. How about we just try to support her and be cool with that shit? It ain't like she gonna be watching the universe and start tonguing girls down. Hey, you right. And then on top of that, if you do see something you don't like, you can open up conversation and dialogue about it and see how she feels about it. Hmm. That sounds healthy as fuck. Mayhaps I'll do that. So, that's what I'm doing. And that's what I'm trying to do. And Steven Universe Future is coming out. And I tend to watch the episodes with my oldest daughter. And um, maybe she might have a podcast covering that. I don't know. I want to support my baby in whatever she does. Again, the art or whatever we had for when she hijacked the show. That's all her. I didn't make Nair things. Sorry for the noise in the background. If you hear it, that is my children. And if I'm talking fast, I am off of a caffeine pill. Woo! But anyway, and I just started thinking I love my girls and I want to be close to my babies and I want to have things in common with them. And I don't want to be like my dad was when one day, you know, this is back when this is a long time ago and Criss Cross the Bomb came out. I was bumping that shit like you would have thought that was, that was my Illmatic at that time. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? So I guess my dad wanted to be cool with me. And he would, like, start playing it, like, all the time. And it was just, 
it was so weird because we never had anything in common. It made me hate that sit tape. Like, I didn't listen to it anymore after that. I don't want to be like that with my daughters. And I don't want to try to start getting in, getting in cool with my girl. Cause I think they fucking want to make sure they ain't out here sucking dick. Uh, hey, y'all want to go see that new Medea movie with uh, Tiger and so-and-so? And I, I don't want to be like that. So I figured, you know what? If this is the worst or the most uncomfortable or the biggest compromise I have to make for my kids, fuck it. I die for them eight days a week. This ain't nothing. You know what I'm saying? And kudos and respect to Miss uh, Rebecca Sugar. She's been married for a while after this. And um, I can't think of the article I read. Excuse me, y'all. I'm getting over this little stomach flu. It's very weak, I know. Hold on. Let me see if I can find this article I read. It really, um, it really changed my mind. It made me see shit differently about it. Let me see if I can find it, y'all. One second. All right, hold on, y'all. Is this it? I think this is it. Uh, it was an article. I guess, what's this website? I guess it's on Google. Um, this Steven Universe is the queerest cartoon on television. It's by May, M-E-Y, Rude, R-U-D-E. And um, it just made me see it a little different light. And I'm just, this is me trying to be open-minded. I'm still very uncomfortable with the whole thing. But I guess representation matters. And I'm the last to say that because my house is Black Panther the fuck up. But anyway, I wanted to give a shout out to, I don't know who, if it's a man or a woman. I'm not sure. I like to say Ray is a woman. But, you know, Star Wars, I'm not sure. But whatever it was. That was a very nice uh, written article, made me think. And I'm going to make a point to support my... Well, I'm going to make a point. I always do. But that's just the whole point. I wanted to say that and thank you all for rocking with me. And, um, Now I'm about to move on to another part of this. We got, all, got a good part about hair love. Shh, let me shut up. Y'all gonna check it out. All right. Be back. Peace. My daddy's podcast is called Hyphenation. It's the world's greatest podcast. Barack Obama proofed on hyphenation. My daddy talks about all kinds of cool things. And sometimes I'm on the podcast too. Sometimes he has his friend Marcus on. Sometimes he stays up really late and he's tired the next day. But it's worth it. But he loves his podcast and I love his podcast. So I really want you to listen to hyphenation. So daddy doesn't get sad. He really doesn't get sad though because he has me. Oh wait. Listen to Hyphenation. Thanks, y'all. I love the podcast, so please, please, please try to join. But if you know. Perfect. Thank you. Can we hear it now? Finally. A podcast called Fresh has returned. Thank God. All right, all right, what up, what up, what up? I am back again. It's a podcast called Fresh. This is your boy, Miles. I'm a day's prower. He gets it more than the rest of you. He's better at this than you. And um, continuing my conversation I had about the short film called Hair Love, I just recently finished talking to my number one and number two born girl spawns, Violet, a.k.a. Rain, and Apple, a.k.a. Aubrey. And now, continuing the family circus, I think I have my mother here. Hey, Mom, how you doing? What's up, sweetie? And I'm um, talking about this Hair Love short. We just finished watching it. And, um, you know, of course, I'm not going to tell you about what I just heard about the part we just did anyway. I figured it was important to have my mama here because as far as all the pro-blackness and all the stuff that I know of, 
I got it from my mom and she was the one when I was little telling me, you know, I was beautiful because I was black. It was nothing wrong with my hair and stuff like that. So I figured it who's better opinion to have my kid's opinion, my opinion. And I have my mom's opinion. So here's my mom. OK. All right. All right. So, mom, what did you uh, think of the movie? I thought it was it was nice. Um, yeah, it was nice. But it was also kind of sad. I mean, I have forgot about the Internet, too, when I first saw it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was just thinking, oh, my man is alone. He don't have a wife or whatever, but the daughter showed him, so. Yeah, yeah, that's the first thing I thought, too, and it kind of had me sad, because I was like, dang, I got to be a single dad. You know what? I was like, well, okay, fine, cool. I guess, you know, you got to have a reason for him doing the hair. And, but, yeah, I thought the same thing. Yeah, I thought it was, um, it was pretty cool, but I know when we were little, um, we had none of that. We didn't have no, uh, was no YouTube, uh, internets, none of that stuff. So how to do your hair was anybody's guess besides braids. You know, and I don't mean the cornrows. I just mean plaits. Oh, God, <laughs> oh this is this before, this before like the weave and. Yo, and way that before stuff, that. Yo, way before that. Yeah. Yeah. Life was a lot different. But yeah, getting your hair did. My mother used to curl our hair with a screwdriver. Wow. It had that hard plastic handle, and she would put it in the fire and curl our hair, and it'd just be so pretty and bouncy, and I just loved it. But then by the end of the day, I had no curls. We didn't start rolling our hair up yet. Yeah, and it's just funny. Like, I remember when I was younger, um, I remember uh, you was telling me about how when you were little, you guys used to have, like, shirts on your head. Yeah, yeah, with the Prell shampoo commercials. Yeah. Uh, they always had the white people, and we didn't know how to do our hair or that, that our hair wouldn't even grow that long. You know, we just take shirts and put it on our heads and act like the white ladies did from the Prell commercial. And, yeah, shaking our head, but shaking the shirt. And that's why I was uh, telling, you know, Apple and Rain about it. You don't, they don't understand how, yeah. how propaganda and things can change how you see yourself. Like, I was telling them, I remember the first time I saw, like, Superfly. And I'm like, I have to get my hair like that, like the Mac. The power must be in the hair. <laughs> I need to get my hair like that and just be on some pip stuff. But it's just like until like, I remember Shaft, he's like the first guy I saw really rocking an afro. And I'm like, this nigga's not even stopping at red lights. <laughs> yeah, he was a man. Yeah, wasn't he? he had the nerve to yell at the car like, hey, you seen me walking here? And I'm like, Jesus Christ. Yeah, I know I'm in the street, but that ain't got nothing to do with what you about to hit me. Yeah, but it's like, you know, and looking back, it's not a lot, you know, and it's like with, with uh, Apple and Lorraine and stuff, you know. They don't understand. Like, I've been beating them over the head since they were babies about how just great you are, how, bla how being black is awesome, how your yeah. hair is awesome, and, you know, uh, how Rain has locks. My oldest daughter, Apple, does not. Well, you know what? Even in this day and age, to think about um, your daughters can say things, how they want their hair and stuff like that. We didn't have all them choices. If mother didn't know how to do it, it just didn't get done. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You yeah. know, mother put your hair some, you know, because you're thinking something happened at school and you want to look nice and then you tell her about it, she say, okay, and the night before she put the same style in your head. You can't look pretty like that. Yeah, no, nah, I didn't care. Oh, that's what you want? Okay, well, I'm going to give you this and we're just going to pretend that's the style you want. Yeah, just didn't even, you know. Yeah, it was kind of sad back. They got more knowledge now. I mean, little girls got hairstyles that was nothing like the hairstyles we had. We had the little high, the three braids, you know, one yeah. in the top and two in the back and the ponytail and all that. But after that, we didn't know what to do. So just seeing how the girls are coming, the little girls are coming up now, take them to the beauty shop. I don't, if we had a beauty shop, I don't know how much they charge and we never went to it. But it was many kids, sisters, uh, kids, y'all had, yeah, y'all didn't know about no beauty shop. 
No, no, it wasn't about no beauty shop. It was about just get your hair did by anybody in the neighborhood. And when we got older, that's what we did, you know. And it's just crazy now, because, like, uh, last week, we was at um, Apple. My oldest is on a little thing they were singing for Christmas or whatever. And it was just one girl there. And it was just kind of crazy, because I said it, I saw it, and mother-in-law saw it. And she was like, that girl, look, she had, like, little, like, eyeshadow. And, oh, Lord. You know, and they had her hair down. And it's just, you know, and I'm thinking, like, you know, just... I'm not, and you know, people would try to make it seem like you checking out that kid. Like, nah, man, you know, it's just, I shouldn't, <laughs> I shouldn't have to do a double take. It's like, that a short woman or a child? <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? And it's just, you know, and then you look at it, and then like a lot of times, like me and Mel was saying, a lot of these chicks out here, you would see them, and it's not until you see them talking or their mannerism, and yeah. you're like, that's a baby. Oh, man. And then like I tell, you know, wife, I said, it's messed up because I think about it, and I'm like, that's messed up that I have enough common sense to know, like, oh, man, God bless that child. Some other dude might be like, hello, hello, what's going on here? And it's like, even with the whole thing with the styles and stuff, like you were saying, all y'all styles, you could tell it was a kid. Yeah. Not even to say, you know, no, I'm checking out, but no, you know it's a child. It ain't like these kids nowadays. You see some of these kids from behind, they got a little butt, they got the, you know, even like with Lila, and I was saying, I love my sister, but I was wondering if her daughters, because they always had the fake mm -hmm. hair. Wonder when they got older, would they ever be able to do their own hair? That's one thing we did learn how to do our own hair, rolling it and stuff when we got older after we got perms. But they, you know, if the girls growing up now, they just get all these uh, attachments to their heads and extensions and yeah. weaves and all that. And when they get older and that, all that is played out, will they know how to do their natural hair? No, and it's, it's, it's sad. It's real scary. And then on top of that, it's like you don't really, you've never really seen yourself naturally that often. Yeah. You know, so you really wouldn't know yourself if you saw it. And then it's like I was telling, you know, Ebony and stuff, we talk about perms and stuff. And I remember I was some older cat had told me like in middle school, you know, about like, dog, you know, we need people need to quit getting them perms because you think you're going to keep putting something in your scalp. Yeah. That changes the complete texture of your hair. It's so good that if you don't use a neutralizer right afterwards, it'll keep working. And you think you've been doing that since you was like eight and it's not going to seep into your skull? Yeah, yeah. I know. If I know, if I knew then what I know now, I would never have gotten a perm. My kid would never have gotten a perm. Um, but I didn't know they got so much more education now than they had then. I mean, everything back then was the speculation and just guessing and wondering if that, you know, like the war crown perm that I had, my sister gave it to me and took out the sides on um, the sides of my hair um, because it was a perm. And I didn't know what a perm was, but my sister had something and her her hair was straight. I wanted my hair straight and it got straight. All right. Yeah. And a lot of that is just, you know, bringing, bringing it back to the movie and, and it's short or whatever. And it's like, again, like you were saying, it was really cool how. You know, and they showed the different styles the girl's mom had on her YouTube page and all of them were dope. And it's like a lot of stuff like I had to tell my girls or even perfect example, my mother's mother, my grandmother, who I named my daughter after my daughter, Zira. She doesn't like my hair. I have locks. Mama used to have locks. My cousin Londa used to have locks. My cousin Lynn has locks. Everybody down south has them. So like my grandma was like losing her mind. Like, I'll pay you to cut your hair. I'll pay you to perm your hair. You know, and it's like. Her thing was, and she didn't understand it, and you can't knock her because, like, in their day, just the very pre anything that, that screamed blackness, you got you to tone that down, B. <laughs> Remember before you got the, when you, when you went to Georgia, yeah. and, and you, uh, your hair was just, it was just natural. You just had it all over your head. It was so long, and was, did you have a, 
purse? No, I did not have a purse. Okay. And and mother was it was driving her crazy. She calling yeah. me to tell me how embarrassed she was because she was walking down the street from Dino's house and I'm like, Oh my goodness. I'm like, Well, how bad do he look? It wasn't that. It was just the fact that your hair was so long and you had this big afro and it was just natural and she it was driving her crazy. Yeah, and for them it was just like, Oh my god, if white people come, that's undeniable blackness and it's dark as hell. It's, oh man, come on. And like, y'all, my fro was super duper. We talking like Andre 3000 before he had the perm and stuff. So it was like, I had to like lift up the front of my hair to see, you know, like, like, a, like, a, like a dog or something, you know. But even like with that, and that just came from like how my grandma and all the previous generations, like I said, they don't want no signs of uh, blackness. They keep the dark-skinned niggas in the back. Yeah, and, keep that stuff down yeah, because the down. light-skinned people or white people could come to the door at any minute. <laughs> You know, so with that being said, you know, my grandma didn't like my hair. She didn't like nobody's hair. And it wasn't, you know, she didn't know any better. And it's like now my kids, like I had to tell my uh, Rain when she first started growing her locks out, they weren't going straight down. And if anybody who has locks, you know, like until they get some weight to them, something stick up in the front. So, you know, and they was making fun of her. And I told her, I said, look, I, you know, I took a ball and I threw it in the air. So what happened? The ball fell down. I said, why? I don't know why. I said, because gravity makes things fall down. I said, watch this. I took her, threw her in the air, and I caught her. What happened? You fell down, right? Yeah. You can't jump in the air and stay in the air, can you? No. Nothing can, right? Yeah. Why is your hair resisting gravity and you're not even thinking of it? <laughs> I said, think of that. I said, like, really? I said, yeah. Can you show me a white person whose hair is just going to stand straight up without static electricity? You're not even thinking about it. Yeah. I said, think of that. You are resisting gravity naturally. She was like, yeah, Dad, that's kind of cool. Hell yeah, it's kind of cool. Heck yeah. I remember I had my hair permed and um, my girlfriend, Nisi, she had that, you know, she was mixed and had that hair. But um, when I used to roll my hair up and then I'd push it up and everything, she just always wanted to just ask me, can I touch your hair? I'm like, yeah, she was black. Yeah. So I didn't know. She was just, she couldn't believe that my hair was sitting up like that without hairspray and stuff. And she said, how do you get it to do that? I don't know. I've trained my hair. You keep doing it the same way every time. It's going to end up, you know, almost falling into place. But she, it just got to me because I couldn't believe that she kept wanting to touch my hair. And every time she did, she was like, you know, wow, she break out and smile. And it was weird to me that she, you know, just by her being black, I just thought she would know. Yeah, I tell you what, man, with my locks at work, I get more old white ladies that I'm about to swing yeah. on daily because they come up behind me grabbing my hair. Oh, I thought you was going. <laughs> and, you know, I'm doing something and then somebody like, Unless it's like you or even wife. And if it's like, and if I don't know you're here, I still might turn around and fire on you. Yeah. And it's like, just, you know, because it's like to touch somebody's hair, you just kind of like intimate, especially when you're doing it quietly. It's yeah. Like, and then it's like, what the hell? Is that all your hair? No. Really? No. Just I got out. some in my locker. Yeah. I'm like, just the parts that come out of my hair. And it's like, it's messed up because I make the chicks in my job mad. Cause I'm like, man, you fucking it up for the rest of us. Yeah. What you mean? I said, these white women do not believe this is my hair. I don't have white women argue me. So, I mean, all that's your hair. Yeah, I mean, because it's down to your back. I'm like, they aware. have to ask questions, like I said, is all that your hair? And I say, yes. And they still have to, you know, elaborate and say, I mean, all of it, all of it down to your butt. Yes. But then again, I can't knock them because of how many black women say, it's mine. I bought it. Yeah. So I was like, I can't, I can't get mad about that. But it's just, even with that, it's so funny. I get more compliments from, and it's funny because I'm thinking, you see him, I know you was born like in the 50s, maybe early as 40. You was racist as hell back then. I know that junk. And they'd be like, oh, I just love your hair. It's just so great. Oh, it's just so, hey, get out, get out of here, Becky. 
Yeah, they always want to touch a black yeah, person. Yeah, and it's hair. always older white women, which yeah. is crazy to me. Even with that, like I said, it's, it's even like, you know, just we're going, bringing it back to the movie and stuff, I thought it was great that, of course, I don't know if you knew or not, a black man wrote it about his experience doing his daughter's hair. Oh, okay. I think I read that. Yeah, that's that's really dope. And like I said, as far as me and we, me and my mom were watching it earlier and we were talking about how, like, when you saw her and I thought it was so dope, the little girl wakes up, she got a hair wrap, you know, bonnet on. Yeah. You know, because that's how you know it's real black because she got the hair, the bonnet on. So they're going through all this stuff. And then it's like, when I seen a father, I'm like, oh, it's cool. And like, my mom said the same thing. Like, oh, snap, where's the mom at? Yeah. And they're divorced. Is she dead? What's going on? <laughs> oh, man. You know, and then it's like, well, I'm just like, she's got natural hair. He's got natural hair. And it's just so funny how, like, just how hair and presentation is so important to us as a people, you know? And it's just like, just, just, just pad the pageantry of just being black in itself. Well, you know, it's also that little girl, she knew what she wanted to look like. Yep. And whatever the father gave her, she wasn't having it. Nope, that's not nope. my vision. That's nope. not what I see. I see myself looking good, and that's not it with a hat on. So once her dad, you know, she YouTubed, and he looked at it and picked up on it, my girl was like, yes, that's what I saw. Yeah, and it's just, you know, and even just him fighting with the hair, and it was funny yeah. how they showed him in the boxing ring. And it's so funny, because it's like I was telling my wife, and um, I remember when we used to live in Lansing, I could tell. The little mixed kids who had a white mama. Yeah. Because they would have the, the it would look like somebody tried and gave up halfway through. <laughs> and I would tell them like, yeah, you got a white mama, don't you? How you know? Because she can't do your hair, can she? No, how can you tell? Yeah, because you just have like a semblance of a look. You have like, your hair is combed out. But then when it comes to the style, just forget it. Two puffs, just keep it moving. Yeah. You know. Even with that stuff, and it's like, you know, you talk about doing the hair and all the different styles. And it's like, you look back and you go back to even just Africa and just how all the different kind of braiding styles and just the different thing. Like I was telling Aubrey, my oldest, things you can do with your hair. Yeah. You know, and I'm telling her, I said, you can do anything with your hair. You can go anywhere in the world and your, your hair and everything will adapt. You're straight. I said, they, you, you don't know that. You don't have to perm. She's like, really? Funny thing is, Apple don't even know what a perm is. And that's good because her hair looks nice. Yeah, she doesn't even know what a perm is. And... A lot of us, and it's like, I mean, my uh, wife was talking before, you know, when they were babies, and we was, I came to the conclusion, I'm like, no perms. And she was like, yeah, I feel, I'm like, no, when they get old enough and they want to, you know, do get a perm, that's on you. I can't fight you. But I'm like, there's too many stories, and it's just yeah. so funny if you look at us as a people, as a culture. Everybody knows somebody who knows somebody who got their hair destroyed by a perm. You know what? It's also when, when, um, depends on where you from or where you at in the world like my mom didn't know about the perms and stuff when we were coming up she because she never had a perm so when my sister got out there and you know started finding out about perms and all the jerry curls and all the different styles and stuff that's when my mother learned so it was kind of weird in that respect but yeah now nowadays little girls have you know visions and they see their hairstyles they got styles for them in the beauty shops that's not like the ones we had but sure, when you were little, uh, when you were younger, hell, our afro was a radical hairstyle. It so sure it was. Like, we have come a very, very so long way. We're just going to, I think, end it right here. Yeah, I don't want to give y'all too much. Um, wanted to give y'all a little bit extra, you know, than what y'all used to for as a regular episode because we've been gone for a while. And I like to think, you know, our fan was waiting. So a little bit extra. Um, episode got away from me i didn't know of course you know i didn't put this together like i think i'm playing my daughters really did that i just hope you guys enjoyed it some you know cool close to my heart uh this is probably the most pro-black episode of a podcast called fresh didn't mean it to go that way not not sad or uh, you know you know 
it did. But, you know, for those, if you've got turned off or whatever, I apologize. But this is an important part and something I felt we need to talk about. And again, as I said before, thank you very much for rocking with us. And I hope you all have been enjoying the season one of the podcast called Fresh Thus Far. So please like and subscribe on all your favorite podcasting platforms. Please, if you have a half a second, three seconds, anything, go to iTunes. Please subscribe and leave a review. A rating, a review is very important. I'd appreciate it. Thank you very much. Hope everything is good with you guys. If I haven't already said it, happy new year. And things are going to be a little bit different. Hopefully with the podcast, hopefully for your life. But I know for the podcast, we're going to try to do some things different. And I hope you guys appreciate it. I think you will. And that's about it. This is probably one of the most personal episodes I've done of this. Um, but I hope you guys enjoy it. And well, if so, we'll, we'll do more of these and things like that. I'm always, you know, if anything, I'm pro-black first, second. And thinking of that, it's funny. Tell you guys this had a conversation. Me listening to my man Kale, aka Anthony Wagner, trying to be nice and a little bit outgoing and trying to promote the show. Just talking to some people on the Book of Face. And when this nigga supposed to be getting out of here, I don't know. All right, let me tell the story. Damn, I'm trying to open up to y'all. Anyway, conversation. I long story short, I pretty much said I was not a fan of um, was it Miss Marvel? Kamala Khan not a fan of her you know and these dudes was talking junk and it kind of made me feel a certain way y'all cause it made it seem like I was like on some you know on, you, they said you sound like a white man like what I just don't like Kamala Khan she should but I also said I realized she's not for me I imagine she's marketed towards young girls or young readers nothing about her is interesting to me you know and then I got hate because I said I didn't like it. And I can usually you don't like it when you haven't read her stuff. I didn't say her stuff sucks. I just said I don't like it. You know, and I've, you know, from from the things I've read of her and other com- people, you know, comics and sh- I was in reading and she came in. I just, it's too bubbly. I don't like that. You know, but I don't know. Maybe I'll touch on that later. Really made me feel a certain kind of way because I admit a lot of this shit that's going on. I'm just not feeling you know, I need a little bit more grit and edge to my shit. And not even that, just better writing. But, hey, I'm supposed to be in this, and I'm just over here yammering. But anyway, remember, as always, just because you live in this world, does not mean you have to exist in this world. Please watch a cartoon, anime, read a book, read a comic, read a manga. Go out and buy these things. Please support. All right, y'all. It's your boy Miles. I'm a dance prowler. Peace. Thanks for listening. Don't forget to subscribe and comment. This has been a Hyphen Podcast Network production. They're the bestest. I'm getting paid at exposure. That's right, I heard the story over and over again. Gee, it's well to finally meet her other friends. That's right, I heard the story. Don't really like how it ends. Gee, it's well to finally meet her other friends. What did she say about me? What did she say? What did she do without me? What did you do? Did you play games without me? What did you play? Did you think all this time? That I wouldn't find out about you.
that's right, I heard hey, the story hey, over hey, and over hey, again. Hey, hey, she is well to follow me, her friends. Yeah. Oh my god. I like singing with my daughter.